Hello. Um, I'm gonna make this episode pretty quick. Uh, episode eight is gonna be about self-hate. Um, we all we all have a lot of self-hate issues or uh, internalized something due to childhood or our peers or our culture. We find something we hate about it, and then we put that hate towards ourselves. Um. I hate being a male sometimes. I hate the color of my skin. I hate the way I talk. I hate my own looks. And it's the reason why I hate them is because it's how I'm perceived, I guess. The way I look. And people don't like that. So maybe I should agree with what they don't like. What society, society standards. Um, <clears throat> like, I, I, I even had a phase where like, I want to bleach my skin or get surgery and be someone new that it would make me feel better and feel happier about myself i mean i I don't believe that now the only thing i still kind of hate about myself is my culture and this generational gap or i i also hate myself for not being good enough and that's with anything i feel like i'm not good enough at cooking i feel like i'm not good enough at art or film or any of that stuff even though I practice, I feel like I'm missing something. I was lacking um, consistent. I, I was consistent, but I was just lack lacking the drive or motivation. So a lot of my stuff from all of my work are, are failed masterpiece. They never. It's like they're finished, but they're not perfect. We should always aim to be perfect, which is toxic. And that ideology drives me insane because I don't want to settle for mediocrity. I don't want to be an amateur. I want to, like, do really good work and be proud of it. And there's some times where I don't feel like I'm proud enough. And I tend to hate that about myself, because... Why can't I feel good about this? Um, but other times, I... That just comes with within. No one's going to do that but me. No one's going to accept the truth. And you shouldn't be so hard on yourself, kind of thing. And I should take my own advice. I think a lot of I've, a lot of things I said over the couple of years, I should have listened to what I said. But now it feels so weird to look back and see those words come out of my mouth. I'm like, wow, I've made so much progress, and and people are actually doing good because I helped them at one point. And I'm like, man, what went wrong? Um, I. There's a lot of hate I have towards myself. And mainly it's the things I do. Or no, no, it's, it's not the things I do. It's the things that I know I made a mistake and I hate myself for it for weeks. I, I was playing a chess game. And when you make mistakes in chess, you'll think about it for, for days or even weeks. You'll, you'll like memorize it in your head or take pictures of it and like try to replay it or find a new solution. And that's, that's how I am with everything in life. When I make a mistake, I think about it for like weeks until I find a solution. Um, never in my life, <clears throat> well, I, never in my life I haven't been that way. I'm always looking for solutions. I'm always looking for um, new methods and techniques to solve things faster. Because when you're playing chess, you're faced with the dilemma and you're trying to get out of that. And that, that kind of like correlates with life. I'm always trying to figure out how to get out of something. And I don't have an, enough compassion like I used to. I don't know, I don't feel 
excited like I was when I was younger. Always ready, always. I, the sad part is meeting that one person, and this one person can be any person. They reignite that passion I had, and I just kept, kept on going. And it's amazing how I did two jobs. It's amazing how I made so much money in the course of a, like a year. And well, I don't know. I made like I made like 33k last year. I don't think that's that much. That's my salary. Yeah. When I was at the dealership. And over six months. Yeah, that was really good. Well, not six months. It was combined with my other job. But anyways, I I was really proud of myself, but at the same time I felt empty. Like, what was this all going towards? I was gonna move. What happened to moving? I traveled one time and then I realized that place wasn't for me. California wasn't for me. And maybe it'd be different if I went again. Um, but at the same time, I went alone. It was great and then I felt like it wasn't for me. And then now, who knows, maybe, maybe New York, maybe Texas, maybe Atlanta, maybe uh, Seattle, maybe Canada. Uh, all those places might be my next place. Um, but there's this inner self-hate I have towards myself that, like, I don't deserve that opportunity. I hated myself so much that I wanted to make myself suffer by working two jobs. And over, ever, over the year, over those past couple of years, wow, wow, it's been a while. I've been working nonstop, and now I'm taking my breath. I feel like I'm in a race, and I keep running and running and running and running. And now I'm just gonna take a breath, breathe, drink some water, and see that I don't always have to be the first one to the finish line. Like, I, one of the, one of my, used to be one of my closest friends, she's already in her field. She's in the EPA. That's amazing. At like 24, 24 years old in the EPA. That, <laughs> that's some hustle. Um, and I hate myself for not being on that level. I, I wish I could be on that level. And a lot of people say, you know, what's stopping you is yourself. And it's like, I don't think I'm stopping my, myself. I feel like I'm not capable of being at that level just yet. Until I'm willing to practice. Until I'm willing to study. And know that my plan, my strategy is on point. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do something when there's no, like, safeguard over it. And, again, I, I do understand that's life and I went to go to hunting he says oh, I had a hand at least I had played a hand you don't want to waste your potential being here so you got to play the cards you got you can't be drawing cards until you get the perfect hand because when that's gonna happen that's never gonna happen and I get that I really do there's everybody's at their own pace and I hate myself for not being at the pace I should be I hate myself for not like being able to have the ability to talk things out and work things out. Or, you know, have some reasoning with everyone. I wish I could have the confidence to really convince people to look at things differently. I remember a few years ago when this uh, protest happened, you know, for the BLM, and a lot of people, oh my gosh, the Trump thing was like really bad. And this kind of like stems from my uh, self-hate towards myself and my culture. I don't want to throw any slander, especially the people of my culture but you know it's just all gossiping and drama not even gossiping it's just straight drama it's like straight racism because it's the conservatives versus the young 
people. And, you know, there's no, there's no telling people what to do. And my whole thing about that, the protests and the riots, is just, it's just a tra- uh, traumatic response. It's a tantrum. I, I really think about every time I see anger or violence or, you know, someone feeling misunderstood, I think they're, they're still young. They gotta feel those emotions. They gotta, like, throw things. They gotta, like, break things because they're mad. And it's okay to be mad. Sometimes I gotta let it all out. I used to be like, no, that's that's traumatizing. Don't do that. Hold in your anger. And I used to be one of those people that, like, you know, if, the more you hold, it, it. I thought it was mature to hold in your anger. I now I realize there's a time and place, but also the way you channel that anger is the way to go about it. Because you can't you can't be like hitting people or anything and when you strike a chord or you um people go insane pull a string or whatever and you know i actually did that to someone before i i think i don't know what i said to him oh i i think i pulled a string because i i made (laughs) i had this photo and it wasn't even him and i thought it was funny i was like hey this guy looks at you looks like you and then he was mad he pulled a he was so pissed off and then after that um he blocked me and deleted me it was weird and then well that was a whole nother issue um but yeah i'm going off topic i should be i should be talking about self-hate uh oh yeah what oh yeah that protest that's i started to hate my own my own culture because we're just like an empty shell or hidden like no one cares not even that. It's like, of course, people. No one cared for the last couple, thirty years or so, or something. No one cared. There's, no, there's still people living, with like in shitty houses, with terrible health, kids killing themselves and all that stuff. And there's still, there's still gonna be that way. There's no changing that. Um, you know, I just, my thing is just the young people. They get they're doing good. They're all becoming competitive. Narcissistic and just straight using their their culture as a as a gateway to being unique. And now it's so hard as a dancer. I have to use culture as a way to get my name. I have to use my skin color to be recognized. Which is I get it. I understand. But at the same time, like I don't want to be a monkey that dances in front of people for white people. I don't want to be this person where people can. This is another thing, I do have, I have so much hate, self-hate, that like, you know what, you can laugh at me, you can make fun of me, you can look at me and then judge, and feel whatever you want to feel, as long as it feels good. And that's the self-hate I have, like, oh man, I hate myself so much that I'm willing to make myself look stupid, for the sake of looking stupid, because I deserve it, kind of thing. And I don't know if people have this issue where, like, they hate themselves so much, Oh, I know there's people who hate themselves so much that they they spread the hate towards other people. They make other people's lives miserable. That's how school shooters are, and that's how some rude old people are. They're filled with misery and hate and anger deep inside that they only can take it out on strangers. And I kind of just take it out on myself. And it's hard to talk about these things. Even with friends. I, I do not. I'm one of those people that will never ever in his life talk things out with a close friend because I would 
it would just sabotage everything. Not even sabotage. It would, it would be so much information that the other side can't even have the emotional stamina to do it, or social stamina. I was like, wow, that's a lot. I really need to. I can't hear this right now. Like I'm there for you, but I cannot hear this right now because this is too much. And I end up ruining friendships that way. Like I'm your friend and all that stuff, but Jelly, Jelly, I can't be the one. I can't be there for you anymore. And it tends to be that way. And I don't want that, that situation to happen to anyone around me anymore, kind of thing. So it's kind of like, oh, I'll just figure it out myself. I I think having someone to listen to venting when they're ready is different. I I can't. I I try to be positive, but I don't think we can ever um, escape escape this hatred we have towards ourselves. And it just... Oh yeah, I, I remember I saw another podcast, it was like, start, instead of like, loving yourself or hating yourself, start finding the things you like about yourself. And that will lead to love and all that stuff. And I... Ugh, I'll never in my life learn to love myself. And and people say, you know, like, yeah, hey, you hear yourself, right? You hear, you hear how you're committed to being miserable, right? I'm like, yeah, you gotta stop that. You gotta really start being responsible for that happiness of yours, or else and this is gonna carry on until you're like 50. You'll be bitter and old, and you're gonna look back and you're just like, wow, you just, you've just been bitter and miserable your entire life. Because never, nothing ever went your way. Nothing worked out for you in the end. And so now you're upset. And you're not taking control of it. You're just distracting yourself with things that you think it's going to make you happy. And I, I kind of have this same conversation about this all the time. And I get it. But it's so hard to get out of this rut or hole. Um, last year was just like... I'm kind of glad no one knew this, like, second life that I had. I didn't really mo- I didn't post it on social media as much. Um, with those pictures, I went out all the time. I was with someone and that. <clears throat> I remember someone said, don't hang out with someone because you're lonely. But most of those days were when I was lonely and I needed someone. Yet I was kind of, like, with the wrong person. Yet it was really traumatic for me. I don't know why. I really- f- I'm super afraid of people now. I'm afraid of talking to people. I'm afraid of being close to people now. Like, now I'm kind of like, I'm okay with ruining, <coughs> I'm okay with ruining a lot of friendships and relationships and connections and family for the sake of like, not letting it escalate, escalate, oh, uh, escalate to something even bigger. And then I, I get caught and, you know, I kind of like close up, not even close up, I build my walls up and like, I run away <laughs> until until I'm able to resolve other issues in my life, maybe I can be more open to other people again. I still have a lot of stuff that are unresolved years ago, and I never really gave it closure. And some people say it's, you know, it's normal. You're not gonna get the closure you think. Sometimes you're gonna have to make your own closure. And I'm still in that process of making my own closure for a lot of things. And it's like, it starts with me trying to constantly look back until there's nothing there and it's like <clears throat> emotional self-harm that i do to myself like i i have that one picture everybody knows that picture i would hope everyone knows this one picture it's even on my phone background and i keep looking at it and i can't look at it every day 
And I'm like, wow, I used to be happy. Holy crap. I didn't realize how how happy I could be. And there's some days I could feel like that could be me again. I mean, last year, actually, you know, two years ago, I met someone who I thought was my soulmate. Um, and I was like, wow, there's... You could actually be a person out there like that. And that kind of gave me a lot of, like, boost in my own self-esteem. Because, like, I felt like I could do anything. And then that, um, I wanted, I wanted a relationship instead of a friendship. And that didn't end well. And then I met someone else right after. And this kind of, like, cycle of, um, this spiraling hold of depression this is when there are things got more downhill i was doing things self-destructive and then people didn't know about it because i was doing it with the wrong person i was kind of like self-sabotaging with someone else who wanted to self-sabotage and i didn't feel alone i just felt alive for that reason but anyways um but also it's like you know what i'm going to spend my time with this person who has self-sabotaging issues who also hates themselves because i hate myself and like, I don't mind bad things happening because my life needs to be over. That was my whole model last year. Cause my, I, you know, I went to San Fran. I didn't go to San Fran to like sightsee. I literally went there to contemplate. <clears throat> well, I mean, I did go for job hunting, but that was another thing that actually made me more miserable that I couldn't even like compete with those other guys. And I have this like inner self comparison. And what pisses me off is when you have people who are close to you that say that you're like, hey, you can do that. And I'm like, I get the positive reinforcements, but you gotta be realistic. Like, hey, you gotta step it up. You gotta hustle, you gotta put in the work. You gotta, did you study? Did you drill? Did you practice? Did you put more work into it? Let me see your work. Let me see your projects. Let me see your portfolio. Let me see your resume. Those are, those are the good people you need in your life who are gonna keep you in check and do what you need to do. And it's really hard because sometimes you need those type of friends who are gonna support you all the way. And I'm trying to do that to myself and it's so hard to keep myself in check because I go into this self-hate um, mode where I'm like, you know what, there's no point. I give up. I, I really, <laughs> I'm, I'm comfortable where I'm at. I'm just gonna stay here and until, until something comes my way. But until then, I'm gonna stay here, be miserable, and fall in love with being miserable. I'm gonna study darkness in order to be fully healed. Whatever that philosophy mo mo motto is. Um, and a lot of people are gonna disagree with, I get it, yeah, I understand, I get it. And, and this is why a lot of, actually this is why a lot of, all the time I lose a lot of friends because I kind of a brick wall. I remember Oh my gosh, I remember one of my friends from Virginia Tech. She was really upset. We had a big argument. We had a big argument for days, actually. No, I think in the last two days. Because there, I was talking about how, like, I was being realistic. I'm like, yeah, what job? What what families? Why are you assuming that I'm going to have a career and a family at the end of my life? That's not going to happen. All that stuff. And it's like... You know, I get it. Stay positive, you know, that thing. But, you know, maybe things will change. And that just takes time. But anyways, that's the end of this episode. I was going to talk about more serious things about culture, but 
Now that I really think about it, I think it's just gonna just turn into slander. I'm like, oh yeah, I hate the people, blah blah blah. I was like, wait a minute, that's just more. I'm just like spreading more self hate, and it's like everybody else has these issues. They start to hate their own. They hate their own parents. They hate their own cultural norms. They hate their own language. They hate their own clothing, and all this stuff. It's like, wow, now I don't even give a care. I don't give a care about what they do. Oh, this preservation. I don't care if our cultures are dying out of war. I'd rather see it like disappear and then we move on with our lives. And me hearing that for myself and supporting this this idea, it's kind of like saying, you know what, go ahead. Go ahead and do it. Go ahead. I'm not going to keep saving something that's not worth saving anymore <clears throat> because of how much energy and effort I have to put. And it sucks. I'm kind of always in this position where I'm the people pleaser and then I put a lot of effort into something, and eventually it all kind of falls apart because there's no, um, there's no one who wants to stay kind of thing. And you know, that's in almost any scenario I've been in. A lot of people are kind of like, you know what? I give up. There's no reasoning. I hey, I don't think there's a halfway for this. And sometimes it's kind of like removing yourself from it. And that's always been the case. People kind of like break up and then come and go. That, you know, that's for anything. Alright, that was that episode.